Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Hi, friends. It's Katie and Alyssa. And today we have something special for you. We, the Hustle Humbly Gals, Gals. were asked to interview Calvert from the Rousing Housing Podcast. Right. So we have a local title attorney with a podcast about real estate investing. It's really about a bunch of different things. Yeah. Okay. And he wanted to tell his own story, but needed someone to interview him. Yes. And so proceeds our interview <laughs> of Calvert about the great house move. Moving <laughs> moving houses, picking them up and moving them over. What does that entail? Why would you do that? Right. How much does it cost? Yes. That's was, what we're about to talk about. It was about. very interesting. And we went to his studio operation, which was an entertaining a thing for us. So we'll post a picture of their kind of fancy up. Op- we had to wear headphones. Yeah. That it was, was like serious. a legit operation. It was so serious. <laughs> um, so here we go. This is the rousing housing as told by Hustle Humbly. Yes. We okay. thought you would find it interesting. For sure. Y'all enjoy. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. We are here. It's what, October 2020, back for the newest episode of the Rousing Housing Podcast, which Mm -hmm. has been shut down severely due to the COVID pandemic. I had had this one set to go before the COVID pandemic, and I had another one set to go. So we were just going strong, and then we shut everything down. And then I was thinking, well, I don't know if I want to have this lighthearted chat with all the bad the hurricane was going on and people's houses are Mm -hmm. blown away and all this kind of stuff and i'm going do we want to have this fun little silly chat some people need a fun and that's what i've decided you know that i'm aware of the of the badness and maybe a little lighthearted something might be good for somebody so uh i've never known you not to be lighthearted yeah (laughs) i can be serious okay Um, but so what we have today on Rousing Housing is we have the nice ladies from the Hustle Humbly podcast, Alyssa Jenkins. Wow, I was about to almost forget who you are. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure here. And, it is. And Katie Klein-Peter Caldwell. Oh, he's both, got all the names. Yeah, all the names. Yeah. Um, Alfin is what Alyssa's maiden name. Yeah, I know. I was getting all confused. But anyway, so these two nice ladies are here. We have a very popular podcast, more popular than this one. And so we're, we're sort of cross cross branding. Uh, it's like, I don't know, there used to be, I can't think of it, like a sitcom where like some characters oh, yeah. would cross over. It's a crossover. It it's is. A crossover. It's a crossover. And well, we're so, going to use this as one of our episodes. Yeah. And so now you get this one for free, right. which is, wow. I don't, you may have overpaid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So anyway, what we're going to do is they're going to ask me about something I get asked about all the time is moving houses, not okay. not 
boxing up the stuff that's inside so that you can move to another town. Right. But picking up a house and moving the whole house to another place, because I've done that a couple of times, and it's apparently everybody doesn't do that. No. no. Even in the world of real estate investing and real estate stuff, people don't do it. So I've been posting some pictures of a big house that I moved and remodeled and kind of put out the final product video just to kind of show the end and I'm coming back now editing right now with all sorts of construction pictures and the moving pictures because that's always kind of crazy when you see them moving the house and tearing it down and putting it back up but um well I know in season we one go. you kind of talked about what like why you're moving the houses yeah. and what did I say well you talked a little bit about your, wh- how your investments are all in this one place right and how you're kind of transforming this little right. area right why don't you share quickly for our listeners too where you have been investing why there why are you focused on this area so much so that you would move houses to <laughs> yeah to have stay lots. within your area yeah so <laughs> That's a so real quick when I started all this I don't know when I decided I was going to do real estate investing and I was looking around and um, our market here, and this has been, I think I bought my first house about 10 years ago. The market here was pretty high um, at the time. And I really didn't want to come in on the top of something. I didn't see that as a way to appreciate. Didn't have any money. Still don't have any money because I got kids. <laughs> and so, you know, I was looking for something um, that I thought would be uh, low cost barrier to entry with some appreciation. And so I am from a place called Mansfield, Louisiana, in the northwest corner of the state, 30 miles south of Shreveport. And just eight miles to the north of that is the village of Grand Cane, which is a little small community of about, I don't know, I think the census numbers are going to jump from like 300 to 320 or something. Because of me, in part, I've moved in some people. (laughs) So it's a historical little, little village not a town, it's a village. It's got a historic little downtown with a very active uh, historic and civic organization. They have a community theater. Mm. They have one restaurant. They had two, but one closed. And now <laughs> I think it's a daycare. Uh, they got some antique shops, that kind of stuff. A quilt shop that I've not been into, but I was interested <laughs> to go in there. Um, a bank, a Dollar General now. Which is huge in rural communities. Okay, right. It is, you know, we kind of think of it as kind of low end, right? But when you're in a rural community and you're miles away from the Walmart, the Dollar General is like the general store. Right. And I don't know if you've ever been in one of those things. They're awesome. They got they all, are pretty awesome. all sorts of stuff. Everything. So now there's one right there and it's right next to one of my properties. So when it goes vacant, I always say you can walk to the Dollar General <laughs> and people usually are all over it. Location, um, location. Location, location. Okay. So anyway, I saw this place. There's uh, a chunk of historic homes. There's this active civic association. It's on a nice four-lane highway that can get you up to Shreveport for the stuff you need. It can get you down to the Toledo Bend area. So I saw it kind of having some fundamentals and being cheap, and I thought there was room for um, a lot of appreciation and improvement. How many years ago did you buy your first one there? I think it's 10 years how cheap was it 10 years ago for you to invest in your first property there? $37,000. You didn't move that house. No, but that's, <laughs> look at this segue, Alyssa. 37000 I got a house and a big lot next door. Okay. okay. Okay, so renovated that house. 
and my contractor, because I was not self-contracting at the time, I was talking to him. He's like, what are you going to do with that lot over there? And I said, well, I got to, you know, I got to burn that pile of junk that's over there and get all that cleaned up. And then I'm, I'm going to do something with it. I wasn't sure. And um, he says, well, you know, uh, okay, I'll stop with. No, it's good. No, I like it. I'll, I'll stop with the imitation of, of that guy. But um, anyway, he said that I think it was his father had purchased an older home that was going to be demolished because the highway was getting widened okay and he moved it he bought it real cheap and moved it it was like already renovated and Mm -hmm. it was like a sweet deal uh to buy and move this house and i was like it just like a bell went off i was like that's it that's what i need to do i need to find a great for that particular lot you old house and i'm going to put it right there and it's going to look because also i built a house over in capitol heights at some point i don't know what year that was 2012 maybe oh i didn't know that built and sold a spec house and learned that I that uh, to to build I built the house that I wanted to build, mm-hmm. um, which was really beautiful and wonderful, and uh, over budget, <laughs> and there was no uh, it was not a good investment because I lead with aesthetic and not with finances. Sure, mm-hmm. and so it is beautiful. It's still a beautiful house, and it is sold again for a much higher price. But anyway, I, I thought, well, I'll build that kind of house on this lot because it would look right because that's important that to me that it matches the house next door that I own. Anyway, so um, I said to build it, it's going to be too expensive for this market. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, that's when I started looking for houses to move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that so, just wouldn't have been my first go-to. Like, yeah. oh, well, if I can't build it, I'll just move one here. Like, what what sparked that idea to well, even think about so that? It was the contractor, to be fair. Well, I think he inadvertently just went straight to my heart. Because yeah. that's, that's where this is. Okay. I'm a lover of old houses and old buildings and okay, architecture. Good. And I hate to... Uh, I think I did talk about this in one of the podcasts about I hate to waste. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I see a house torn down, it just, it just. So sad. It, it hurts your heart. It, well, it's not even, it's almost like my brain is, like, malfunctioning because it's like, why <laughs> oh. would you do that when you could. Okay, well, this really leads me into one of the questions I wrote before I came, which was, is it more about the investment and the financial part moving the house? Or is it more about the preservation and the reusing of that house? Like, saving the house, if you will. All right. So now my wife's not listening to this. (laughs) So in my mind, well, in my, and the words that I say, it's about both and being able to do it and accomplish both things. However, I've done this twice now. The first one um, has worked out well as an investment. Okay. Okay. So that went well. The second one is not a good investment. It is a and I guess this is kind of like the the basics of house moving finances. It's like this one is a good investment and this one's a statement piece. Got it. Right? So the first one went well and the second one didn't. Yeah, and I mean, I you 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 successfully preserved the second one. Oh yeah, it's it's a masterpiece. It's beautiful. Okay, but okay. tell tell us what's determining like success. Right, that's a good that's a great question. Well, let's talk about the first one. Start the, from the beginning. <laughs> Okay. The first one that you moved. Well, so back up again just a little bit. So I'm looking for houses, and I'm eyeballing houses in the area that I think I have. I, I had a um, 
abortive attempt at one house, and I really liked it. I liked the style, and the lady was going to give it to me. Mm. And then I called the house mover, and he told me how much. And I thought at that time that was a ridiculous price. And he was also telling me he was going to have to cut the roof. I thought you just kind of picked it up and moved it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? And, I, 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 and so that first one that I was eyeballing, she was going to give it to me. Like literally yeah, give it Yeah, just take it. House. I want you to get rid of this house, okay. which is super common. Right. right. I was going to say. It I, really is. And then and then you find out the cost, and then you, it doesn't sound so good anymore. But so also I couldn't really get past the fact that we were going to have to kind of take the roof down and cut off. Make it into pieces. Yeah, and I just I couldn't. And so anyway, I, I scrapped that. So, But I'm, wait, will you tell us the price? Of what? Your initial to move the price. house whenever they said we'll move okay. the house for X. As I, re- as I recall, that price on the first one that I did not do was $19,000. Okay. To move the house to and Grand Cane? Yes. Okay. And the, and the... How far was the move? The distance for that one, or all of them, is eight miles. That's the distance. That you're taking them. Yeah. And that is not where the price comes from. Okay. Oh. The distance is somewhat immaterial. Okay. Because once they get it loaded, mm-hmm. as they say, and the house mm-hmm. moving, they can go anywhere. It's okay. getting it loaded and unloaded. That's the... Yeah. Okay. Chopping it, uh, disassembling, reassembling. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that one didn't work. And I just kind of was like, oh, you know. And so I was looking. I was looking casually with the idea of moving. And, um, you know, I, was, I don't owe anything on this lot. And so I'm just kind of looking for what I want, right, out of this style-wise, et cetera. And so I had a couple that I had my eye on that I think, you know, these are going to be for sale one day or would look good, yada, yada, yada. And so one of them pops up. Mm. And so we go look at it, and it's great. And it was a foreclosure. And I thought the price was right, Um, (laughs) you know, not really knowing anything. And so the lady says, the, the real estate agent who had it listed up there, the foreclosure. She says, well, I got you like this one. I got another one right over here. Oh. oh. And I said, yeah, let's go look. Well, that one, the other one, not the one that caught my eye, but the second one she showed me that was also a foreclosure was really what I had in mind mm. for uh, the lot, whereas the one that caught my eye online was more of a statement piece. And that's exactly what happened. So I bought them both together oh. at the same time. The smaller of the two, I moved first. Okay. Okay, so that's the one that's been a good investment. Okay. Um, when you bought these two, did you have to buy the land also? That was my next yeah, question. Yeah, you get, so you, the, you get the whole thing. There's no, there's no you know, so you guys I, know that. When you close on so something, you, you don't move, have a closing right. for the house so and a closing for the... So you the house, do what, you... What do you do with that lot? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so... Um, <laughs> Another good lesson. So the first one, <laughs> the first one that I moved was located directly behind St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Mansfield, Louisiana. Okay. And so the lady let me know. She said, "I think the church really wants to buy this because it's been vacant mm-hmm. and people are are parking and walking through, and it's a house. It's bad for them, and they just want to fence off." So I bought it and then contacted the church and said, "Do you want this lot?" And they were like, yeah, we were going to pay 
X amount for okay. the lot. And I was like, you can have it. Oh, you so, donated it to the church? But like for tax so purposes? Tax there is a way to do the tax write-off. <laughs> I'll, I'll suggest that you contact your CPA for that. <laughs> fine, fine. Because it's... Yeah. It's kind of great. But so you moved the house and sold the lot or donated the yeah, lot. Yeah, and so, but also, here's the other thing. You know, I learned, I've done two now, and I learned something each time. And so I just didn't think about this. You're not going to think about this. So they jack it up. They rip off. Oh, this house was super old. And so it had um, concrete asbestos. Mm-hmm shingles right Mm -hmm. so they ripped those off and threw them away i don't know where they were you know what they did with those the the rule on that if you don't know is you don't have to have a license or anything to demolish that stuff you just have to take it to an appropriate landfill okay that's the rule on that and you probably shouldn't eat it (laughs) um so underneath that was the original wooden shingles okay so they rip off those concrete asbestos things and i guess they took them where they were supposed to i don't know um that wasn't my job and so then there are all these old shingles and all this other decking and stuff that they, they had to take the roof down a little ways. And so they just dump all that. And then there was a, there was a carport on the back that was not getting moved. And they kind of just like knocked that over. And left it on your uh, lot. Yeah. yeah. And so you don't think about this. Mm. And then there was some other junk debris. debris. And so mm. they move it off and you think, oh, it's just going to be this vacant lot. Well, it's no. not. There's junk everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. And, and stuff underneath houses. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. And you think, and like they, the way they have to do it, unless you're really careful, which I was not either time, I might be next time, the brick piers, they have to kind of demolish those mm-hmm. to get in there and work. So there's a pile of, and it's, they're all broken. So mm-hmm. you can't do it. So there's a pile of bricks and all this lumber and these little shingles and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this looks awful. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you turn that into lemonade and the church said, we'll take it. We'll clean it all up. Oh, Great. even better. Which they did. Great. Great. Now, the second house, I have a nasty looking vacant lot right now. You still have it. Yeah, that I need to do something with. What is the... I guess in game there, you'd sell the lot? I don't really have an in game um, on that one. It's got some enormous pine trees on it that I might cut and get some custom wood out of. Okay. Um, I don't know. It, part of the reason that one needed to be moved is the highway got straightened out and the highway's a lot closer. Right there, okay. It's not, I mean, it's a lot closer than it was for the first hundred years of that house's life. And so it could potentially have a commercial value one day. I don't know. Probably not. So So this first house that you moved, Mm -hmm. you brought it to your lot in Grand Cane. And then you, like, what was the process of putting it back together? All right. So here's the process of the whole house moving. Uh, Here's some tips. Maybe some (laughs) tips for everybody that wants to know. For all the house movers out there. Yeah. So there's going to be a, a rush on. House yeah, yeah, right. I know. I, better, I really shouldn't be doing this because now everybody's going like, to know all the secrets. Giving all the yeah. secrets. So there's sort of a, um, a um, height maximum, because if you get to a certain height, you hit power lines. And in order to get the power lines lowered or raised, you ha- it's an ordeal. So it's it's cost prohibitive unless you're moving like, you know, um, Oak Alley or something, right? Like okay. where you can't touch it because it's so beautiful and perfect and valuable. But for just a regular sort of house like I'm moving, you say, we can't pay the utility company to do this. So they have to take something off. Uh, oh. Something off, like off the, the house? The roof. The roof. <laughs> something off. Okay. That's so, why the roof was taken off. Yeah. So they, they cut that 
gable and fold it down, basically. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then they jack it up and they put the steel beams under it. And this is all hydraulic stuff now. And so it's kind of scientific. Raise it up. And then they go and then they get to the site. Right. Wait, you skip the, is there a police escort? Like, is it, well, what happens in between? Yeah, there is a police escort. And oh. both times I was purposefully not there. You were like, I can't watch I this. could not. <laughs> I could not. I had some people go and I was getting like texts and videos. But here's the crazy thing. Once they start, it's fast. Yeah. Well, eight it's miles, done. I guess. Um, so once they get there, that was your question. Mm -hmm. So once they get there, well, so I had to go and lay out where it was supposed to go. So I staked that a couple of times. The last time with some survey issues, I had to get the surveyor to do it. But the first time I was able to stick, you know, put the front door here. And then that's really kind of all you do. Right. Mm -hmm. But the second one, I did have to get a surveyor to, um, locate that. So did you have to get a foundation company to come put piers in the proper plate? No? Okay. No. So that's kind of... The house mover? The house mover does that. That's part of his job. And so Hmm. it's pier and beam, remember? Yeah. So what's uh, what's called for under the building code is... Okay, so, you know, 100 years ago, you just got these bricks and you built a little thing. You just stuck the bricks on the ground. Well, sort of the difference now is you have to pour a footing of a certain size, mm-hmm. and then you got to put concrete blocks, and you have to have these hurricane straps go into the footing, and so the house won't blow off. Right. Right. So that's what they do. And so what I didn't know, I bet you didn't know it either, is you don't build those till the house gets there. Oh. You would think you would have that built, and you'd set the house down on yeah, top of it, right? That's what I would nope. Think. No. That's because you don't exactly know the house may not be square because it's 100 years old and you moved it eight miles. Might have flexed a little on the Might way. Might have flexed, right? <laughs> okay. um, so they get there on these the trailer, which is like a big I-beam, and they raise it up, and then some guy comes and gets right underneath it and starts digging and pouring and... Underneath? Building all the, the piers. Uh-huh. And then they set it down. Right, because the hydraulic just goes yeah, up and down. Yeah. How long does that take? They can do that in an afternoon? No, that, that's where it gets more complicated. So um, here's the way the, the process works. So they get there one day and they, well, it depends. So <laughs> <laughs> on the weather? The, the, yeah, well, so the first step is to get it jacked up. Okay. Okay. And so they can jack it up and it can sit there forever. Right. It could live on jacks. It could live on jacks because it's all hydraulic. It's all steel. It's straight. It's not bending the house or anything. It's just right. I had a home inspection one time where the inspector was like, there are no piers. The house is on jacks. (laughs) Well, guess it's possible. Did you buy it? (laughs) No, but we did negotiate. A a real foundation. A real foundation. Yeah, a real foundation. Fair. They were like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, whatever. So it could stay that way, but it's just not the way So they jack it up and then... It might be the weather. And the weather on both of these things was an issue every time. What time of year? Oh, good question. Mm. Well, it gets back to the jack up and wait and then move. On the second house, they had to cut it. Right. So it wasn't... Like, like down it, the middle? No. That's uh, what I like to picture. Just like I know. straight down no the middle. No segments like front room, dining room, oh, wow. four pieces. And then they like lined them up? Yep. Okay. Yep, and I'll post some pictures at some point. That would be lovely. So, and what's weird is, so they cut into four pieces, and the way the truck fit in there, they pulled the centerpiece out first, kind of like Jenga. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they pull it out. They pull it out, and then there's just like a head and a tail, and nothing in the middle. Wow. 
Like the uh, magician sewing the lady, mm -hmm. right, in the box. Love it. All right, so, but wait, what was the question? Um, time of year. Time of year. You want to do it in the summer Agree. because of the rain. Right. But because well, it dries out faster if it does rain. Even if it rains in the summer, in the winter, yeah, it takes yeah, 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 absolutely, dry. absolutely, absolutely. So, so um, once it's jacked up, they can start. Once it's jacked up, footings. they can send you their first bill. That's what I was going to ask oh, you. Okay. Are they charging you a per day use of this hydraulic nope, jack nope, operation? Nope. The way it works is it's three bills. Oh, okay. Okay. When they get on site and get it jacked up, I think you owe a third of the okay. total price. Okay. When they get the whole, all the pieces moved to the new spot. A second third. Okay. When it gets set down, finished, yada, 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 the final third. Okay. What if it doesn't make it there? Um, <laughs> what kind of waiver you know, did you sign? <laughs> yeah. yeah what, no. What happens if something happens? They have insurance. And, and did so, you have to come up with a price ahead of time? Like, if this house doesn't make it the eight No, just send journey. me your insurance. Uh, okay. It's insured for an amount. Like, yeah. the actual house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So... They're only like a handful of house movers. There's but, only like two in the state. And actually this one I use is from East Texas. Okay. And he's a third generation house mover and is wow. on a reality TV show. Wow. Cool. Yeah. What was the re reality TV Texas show called? Texas Flip and Move. Love it. Something like that. Okay. Wow. So it's pretty high. I wonder uh, how many they've lost. I, I, wonder, <laughs> I don't know. I wonder how many they move, period, in a, a year. Lot, in a, a year, lot, a lot. Yeah. All, all over oh. um, Texas, all over. So how long does it take to get the foundation? All right. So the foundation is one of the things that takes a longer time. So they jack it up one day and then another day, which may be literally months later, they move it there, right? And so on my second one where I had the survey trying to get it in the right spot, so they say, okay, we're there, come look. And then, of course, you know, it's three and a half hours away, so <laughs> I couldn't go for a while. And then I get I'm like, no, this isn't yeah. the wrong, do you see this flag? It's the corner supposed to be on this flag. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So then they come back the next they day just the bobcats and everything, and <laughs> wow. they, they roll it back over and put it in the right spot. So then, then they start, well, after they got there in those four pieces, then they crunch it back together. Okay. Right? It gets all pushed back together and then in the right spot then they start on the foundation which it seems like there's like one old guy <laughs> up there doing that so okay. it takes like a week or something I to don't get know, the job done to get the job done and then they lower it then they reassemble the roof no that's wrong that's wrong they reassembled the roof first okay well here's my question they reassembled the roof from the pieces they threw in a pile on the lot no, not the decking, but the rafters or the Just joists. Just the rafters, yeah. okay. They, you had to get they, a roofing company new roof. to come and put they, on a roof? They take it uh, back to felt paper. Got it, blacked in. Yep, and then you call your roofer who puts the shingles on. Okay. How does the siding go back together? Yeah, was it does all wood Does it look like siding? they're straight lines yeah. where it connected, yeah. or did they do they redo the siding, or do they... I'll post some pictures, but... Um, I don't. I was not there when they cut the big one, mm -hmm. um, but I was there after they cut it because they cut it and jacked it up or jacked it up and cut it. I can't <laughs> remember which the what the the order was, but the line, the the cut line, is incredibly straight. I don't know how they do, it. and it's like it's like TV. It's like they cut 
the whole thing yeah. right in, like the roof the ceiling it's all like all the they way through. took a giant so it seems laser like those beam lines would stay there well all right so in my big house that was cut into four pieces the th the three cuts were at seams so they were at the wall okay, okay. so the baseboard comes off and they cut well, it inside, right there inside but on the outside so on the outside it was the same thing except for in one two spots in two spots and went right through the middle of a beautiful window. Mm. So we had to take the interior and exterior window trim out and the window out, and then they cut it mm -hmm. and they stuck it back together. And then the window and all the interior and exterior trim go back on. And there's a really thin cut little, yeah. and you caulk it and paint it. Yeah, because it's painted. Yeah. And you're not going to notice. What kind of siding is this, wood? It's cypress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what about, it seems like you would be limited on where you could tell them to put the front door based on how do I connect these toilets to sewer and how not, does all... No, the pier and beam no. is a little easier. Oh, huh? pier and beam is easy on that front. Okay. So there, there was no, um, for either one of these places, there was no sewer connection, no water connection. No utilities. So, Nothing they, on so the you lots. put it wherever you want, and then you run it to the, it. These lots had never had a structure on them. The The second one, um, the big one, had. Okay. There was an old house there that burned down maybe in the 50s. But, like, had a septic tank or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't reusing any uh, utilities or anything. Got it. Very interesting. <laughs> Very That's interesting. It. We're all so done. So they just connect it from the street. <laughs> And run it to where you need it once your house, yeah, like yeah. once your house is secure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Because you once the when, when do the house movers check out? They put the rafters back on Black Ewan, and then they take the jack and they roll out, and you're left with a renovation, right? That's right. At that point, it's just an old house renovation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. And on the sec, so I know where the lot came from on the first one, but how did you choose the lot for the second one? That's a good question, Katie. So. <laughs> the second rental I bought was right behind the first one, and guess what? It came with a lot also. Oh. Except for I really didn't want to put the house there because I didn't think it was right. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't find another lot, and I had this big house that I had bought that was just sitting there, and I was like, I got to do something. And so we so, put it there, and it so works. So these houses just have big yards? Basically, basically in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in Grand Cane, all the houses that— the, the original plat of the town or the village, the lots are like 25 feet wide, except for everybody lives on like four. Of the lots. Of the lots. Yeah. Oh. So okay. if you have a little house on two, then maybe you had two extra on the side. But they're basically already subdivided. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. So you could do whatever you want with yep. the other lots. Yep. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. But you need a small house to put on 25 Feet. There, uh, there's not one house up there that's on. Tw they're all on two lots at they're least. They're on. All of them are on two lots, if not more. Yeah, five. Okay, know. so on the big house that you moved to the lot next to the rental, how big was the lot? Was big enough for the bigger house? Mm -hmm. But was it one lot or two? It is. Might be two and a half. I These are really remember. hard hitting questions. I know. <laughs> It might be two and a half. Okay, okay so once the house is moved, uh -huh. how long did it take you to renovate? Too long. Okay. <laughs> because this you is, don't live this, there. This because... is about house moving, not house renovation. Right, right. So. Okay. Can you can you give me like the PowerPoint version <laughs> of like 
um, renovated it, rented it, and now it's, you know, income producing. Would you ever sell it? Answer that and that. Like, you want to hold on to it. Okay, so. Quickly tell us what happens after the house is finished. Now, go. After after I've moved a house and it's renovated? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, in these two instances, they're both rented. Okay. Okay. I I moved. That's your goal, is to have rentals. No, the, the... It was on the first one, okay. and that's very successful. Okay. The second one, we sort of thought, I sort of thought maybe. You could resell it? No, that, that my mom was going to move into it because oh. she talked about that. Oh. And then she she was not interested in that. And then I was like, oh, she'll change her mind. Because it's, it's a much bigger, nicer, it would not be ideal for a rental. Okay. So we just kind of started on that, and I just kind of went with it. Got it. And then... Um, is, so it's not rented right now? It is. Okay. You decided to keep it and rent mom, it? Mom well, didn't want it. Yeah. We, we, she made it known very clearly she was not interested. Does she live in Grand Cane? No, she no. does not. So she didn't she want lives, to move there? She did not. Although she, it's 30 well, minutes? Uh, where she lives? Where does she no, live now? 10 minutes, 12 minutes. Oh, okay. It's not far. She didn't want... She didn't want this big house. Got it's, it. It's very How big. How big is it? How many square feet? It's uh, it's about right at 2,000 with about another 800 in porches. It's got a lot of wow. porches. That sounds pretty. They moved all it's the beautiful. porches? Yeah, all the porches on this house um, were under the same roof line. Yeah. So like, it wasn't like a box with something just stuck on. You know what we missed? How what? old are these two houses? Um. I don't know. That first one, I really don't know. It's pretty old. Once, Like I say, I told you that it had wooden shingles yeah. underneath. Um, like over 100 years Yeah, old. turn of century. And okay. then the second one, I think, is about 1912 or so. Okay. Um, so what was I saying? Yeah. We were just kind of going off on a tangent. So <laughs> right. did the city give, did you get any kind of historical credits or uh, anything? That's a good question. So... Um, a little bit of a odd uh, loophole almost on historic tax credits. The village of Green Cane is in what is known as a state cultural district, which okay. is not quite the same as a historic district, but it's kind of the same. Still special. Still special. <laughs> and so what gives it a cultural vibe, if you will, is history, right? And so, I don't want to say it's a loophole, it's just nobody does it, is if you move a house into that district that has uh, a certain character, you can do it. You can ah. get you can get your uh, historic tax credits. So, Grand Cane is happy with you. He's going to be the mayor one day. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> will you be the mayor? Uh, Tell us this. Will you be the mayor of Grand Cane? I don't Cane? think so. Um you know, there's, I've cleaned up and fixed up a couple of houses there, and that, I think, has made people happy. I don't I think there was some resistance to the moving issue on okay. some people's thoughts. I didn't have any nope. hostility or anything, okay. but, I, you know, it's a small place, and I think some people— They're not great with change. I, I well, it's also it. kind of unusual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, who's this guy bringing in these but, new But, so, anyway, back to the historic tax credit thing and this sort of angle is that— I did get both of those houses approved as contributing elements to the cultural district by the State Department of Historic... Uh, yada, yada. Yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and I just, and I ultimately made the decision not to 
do the renovation in a way that got me the credits. So it's a three-step process. Got it. If y'all know anything about that, it's another podcast. So I did step one, stopped. Okay. So basically I have a piece of paper that says this thing contributes. It looks good. Right. But then I didn't do everything else that I was supposed to do. Okay. So what should one budget if they wanted to move a house? Ah, that's a great Right, because so, you were upset with the 19000 That was first. before I knew anything. Now right. tell us. Tell us what, what we're looking at. Well, I'll tell you... I don't like to say these numbers out loud, but I'll do the math real quick here on my phone. <laughs> okay, great. Mm, we'll just talk amongst I, ourselves I will do, while I you will do, do that. the math, and if anybody wants to solve backwards okay. and get the answer. Do, 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 do. Um, hmm. And then the other one. All right, we've talked about what's the hardest part of putting. What is the hardest part of putting them back together? What's the hardest part of putting it back together? He can't do Hang math on. and answer questions, on, Katie. Yeah. Alyssa, what do you think is the hardest part of putting them back together? I still don't understand how the siding can look the same. It's not going to. Well, it's painted. It's painted yeah, wood. Yeah, but would you have a straight line down? No, no. It's just like a seam, like that call. seam in that wall right there. You okay, see that? Okay, but it's in a corner. It's, right. It's, You're, it's you not, but if you flatten here. that wall out, it would still just be, and you can. Okay. You, but if you make the paint and caulk thick enough, you're not going to ever be know. Fine. It's a quarter of an inch. Yeah, okay. It goes back together incredibly accurately which okay. is an amazing that's thing that's pretty good yeah Especially you know when they're trying to piece floors and they have to remove m bigger sections yes. so that they can lay yeah. them to flow back together uh -huh. that's what i was picturing you would have to do but yeah you just cut it and paint it yeah you're not <laughs> yes i see what you're saying you're not uh interlaying it like that's you, what would. I thought you would have no to do. no no you're just taking one solid wall of siding and just cutting down like it a making giant saw went a through giant it. cut okay. and then button it Right back to yeah. each other. So you're looking at like, what did I just do here? Somewhere between 18 to 35 $36 a foot Ugh, on the moving. Oh, my word. Okay. So what is um, $35 a foot times 2,000 square feet? <laughs> a lot. That? Can you do that That's math? what it is. Fast math says that's, that's a lot. That's what it is. But there are other factors. So... The number of cuts, the number of pieces. Okay, that's a good question. Um, it's not so, just that the house is bigger. The one that went into four pieces is more complicated than it two is. pieces. It is. It's not like a rectangle. Right. It's like Do a... Do my $70,000 calculations kind of land in, in the ballpark? You're in the ballpark, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, man. So that that's like... Good news. You're not selling anybody on this option. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> so if you wanted to do it, and what I still look for occasionally okay. if I want to do you this would again. Move, you would move another I one? Would. Okay, I would. so you like it. So what you would look for ideally from an investment standard, pretty close to what I did on the first one, is a rectangle. Yeah. You want a nice rectangle mm -hmm. that's not too long. So if it gets a certain length, oh. you have to cut it, mm -hmm. right? So okay. I think it's like 40 feet or something. Did you say you did not have to cut your first one? It Not long ways, just on the top because right. it's too tall. How many mm -hmm. square feet is that house? That house one? was about 1,300 originally, but it had an attic with a nice staircase that okay. we finished out. It had not been finished before we finished into a uh -huh. uh, bedroom and bath. Okay, but so for the sake of moving, about, you only had to pay for 1,300 square feet. Yeah, I think feet. that's right, okay. as I recall. But I also, it came with this big, awesome um, barn storage building. Oh, 
It was like, it must have been like the first, I don't know, like the first Sears storage building that you could buy. Yeah. Because it was clearly like not a homemade thing, uh-huh. but it was also all this wood mm. floor. It's like really solid, so it was huge. So I got that as part of the deal, and I used that for storage. For They my, had to move that too? Yeah, <laughs> which was some extra bucks. I bet. But it didn't have to be cut or anything. It was Popped it up and took it. So are you still looking, like if a good opportunity comes up on a house that you don't have to move, you would, are you still buying houses in Grand Cane? To move? No, like to... if, if you're keeping an eye on your area in Grand Cane and a house comes up close to yours, yeah. are, are you snatching it up? Yeah. But you would also be willing to move. Yeah, I have my eye on a couple to move right now. Okay, but you don't but approach, I... approach those people. You wait for them to... Well, um, I could, I could, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, in these dying dead small towns, there's a lot of old houses just sitting around. Yeah. So it just kind of becomes Mm. like, which one do I want? Oh. And, you know, what's the current status of it? And what's it going to cost to move? And do I have any place to move it? Which would be a big problem right now. I don't have any place to move one. Um, So I think my biggest thing would be like, what am I going to do with these lots? in this location now that the house is gone and I don't want these lots. I just wanted the house. Yeah. Well, and I've not done it, but you could certainly negotiate. And I have one that I have looked at that I would just say, I'm going to buy this house. I don't want this lot. That was Because I think it's this, this particular one, I think the lot's probably got some commercial value. Okay. And so they've tried to sell the house as part of the commercial thing. And I think if I said, let me take the house, and you keep this lot, I think it'd probably work out for them. So you don't have any lots right now waiting? Nope, I don't. For, you would have to have a lot before you found the house yeah. to move. And I'm always looking for lots, too. Uh-huh. And are they hard to come by there? Yes. Really? There's there's a, a nice chunk of vacant ones, but nobody wants to sell them. Oh. Why? I don't know. Huh. It's very, very odd. Okay. So... We did the moving cost on the other two, but you didn't, what did you pay for those houses? One you just got, right? Or did you get, you paid for both of them? I bought two of them at the same time. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And it was pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of times people want to, to give them away. And that's, that's all I've looked at is give it away or foreclosures that are super cheap. That's mm-hmm. the... So take the first one. I think that one cost, I think, depending on how I allocate, I think the first one was five or $10,000. For just, for the house. For the house. And then I had a free lot. Yeah. So that works. Yeah. Right. That, so if you. Yeah. Even with the cost of the move, yeah. it makes sense. Even with sense. the cost of the move and a, a pretty big renovation, that works. Okay. Mm-hmm. In that area, are these, you said you, there were two foreclosures. Are there a lot of 100-year-old houses with mortgages on them? Like, what is the demographic <laughs> of people here? I know one that I'm looking at, it is in foreclosure. Um, it's not that. It's probably from the 20s, maybe. Okay. Um, That's pretty old. Dying. That's the demographic. Dying. Yeah, mm-hmm. Poor. Right. Well, right. okay. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can drive. Okay. So the other, the other members of the house moving club mm-hmm. here in town that you may know, uh, oh. Mike Dwaron, oh, yes. yeah. who mm-hmm. sort of is the godfather of Capitol Heights. He right. started buying these little shotgun houses in North Baton Rouge and moving them into these little vacant lots. And, yeah. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. And so 
he did this and really made it work. And then the other one is Dudley Gaddis. I don't know if y'all knew. Oh, he's a realtor. He's a realtor, yeah. He got this absolutely, and I saw it, and my wife said, no, quit looking at it, <laughs> um, up near Woodville, Mississippi, uh-huh. this beautiful, beautiful turn-of-the-century house in a beautiful setting. And if you go into Natchez mm-hmm. or Monroe or Jackson, you go by there, and you see it. It's so beautiful. And one day there's like this big spray-painted sign, free house. <gasps> Oh and so gosh. my wife and I, I don't know where we were going, somewhere up there. And she's like, like nope, dream. nope, don't. You can't have nope, it. Nope, don't. And I was like, and it's so big. And so I was just like, I can't even. So he got the free house? So he had the same idea and he did it. Where did he put That's it? Amazing. He put it, it's in the back of um, University Acres or University Hills. Okay, I got him confused. So, you know, um, an older neighborhood. Yeah, and he had like three lots that he had bought. And wow. big, huge, and it's it's beautiful. Amazing. And so I'd seen it right after he moved it, but I haven't been back. And so he did a big, huge renovation, but I mean, it's... Okay, I have two house-moving experiences. Not that I moved a house. Okay. Um, my husband's grandmother, his family lives on the Washita River um, in Jonesville, Louisiana. Yeah. And her house was on the river. And as the river kept getting closer, it's a meandering river, so as it moves... They had to pick her house up and just move it backwards. Right. So not far. Right. Like, you know, two football fields. Right. And all the land was theirs. And now the river still keeps, and they gotta do it keeps again? getting closer. Oh I mean, gosh. I guess we'll see what happens. But already her driveway has fallen into the river. The trees, Jay had to take down their old smokehouse because the river just keeps getting and closer. Yeah, it's just the way that they move. If the See, Mississippi that makes sense. I was kind of wondering to myself, like, I wonder what other reasons people move, move houses. Well, out. there's a lot of that if you go down the Mississippi River mm-hmm. when they built the levees after the 27 flood. So many of those old structures were right on, on the it. levee, mm-hmm. and so they've scooched them back. Yeah, yeah, you have to move so them. So some of those, even those really big historic plantation homes, they've just scooched back, just like Katie saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I sold one house that had been moved before, one Tiger Bend. It used to be on government, and it was the first, I think it was the Freed Black School. It was a home, and it had been a home, and then there was a school in it. And then someone in the 70s, I don't even know who, moved this house, picked it up from government, and took it all the way to Tiger Bend. Wow. So what do we call that, 10 miles, 10, 15 long, miles? That's a long mm-hmm. way it's a pretty, in traffic d- sort yeah, of stuff, well, not a country Well, in the 70s, road, right. Yeah. So, and then they moved it onto six acres, and my people went to go buy it. But when they moved it in the 70s, they you know cut the house, however they cut it, and they moved it. Then they, I'm doing my air quotes, renovated it but in the 1970s. So, like, the master bathroom was, like, 70s. And this is beautiful house that was built in, like, 1812 right. or something. And then they renovated the kitchen. It was just – so my people bought it and kind of took it to the studs and, and – historically renovate like awesome. made made sense to what it yeah. what it was so that was an interesting one well some of the other um i can tell you a couple of other sort of notable um houses moved in our areas there's a house on government street you know where the barbecue place is next to the um the nursery thank yes. you yeah, yeah. okay yeah. So if you go back towards downtown a little bit, there is a big, beautiful, like, two-story mansion-looking house. That was originally downtown, Mm -hmm. and it got moved. Wow. uh, A big two-story. So there's that one. That one's kind of big. There's another one on Goodwood, a Victorian, um, you know, with a lot of frilly stuff. It's got, like, sort of a historical paint scheme, like Mm -hmm. plum and pink sort of stuff. Oh, it's always some kind of pink and white. Yeah, that's that that Victorian (laughs) stuff, real 
that one came from downtown. Okay, and then another one is on Highland. You probably never noticed Highland close to uh, let's see, Lee. Okay, mm-hmm. uh-huh. there is a little. Um, it's like a Creole cottage, and there is an attorney that was at Taylor Porter for 100 years, Robert Hodges. He just died, and he was real big in the historic um, preservation movement in the state. He moved that one from somewhere I can't remember, and did he won like one awards. Oh, for the and, way he restored it. Yeah, and it. so it's it's very um, you wouldn't notice it because it's just sort of it's it's small, and um, it's kind of tight through there of a mm-hmm. lot of houses, but right, kind of, you know where that water tower is yeah. right there? It's, oh, I know it's kind of like close, close to that. Mm-hmm. There was a bank there, a yeah. little tiny bank. I can picture it. Almost across from there. Um, so that's, for a pure, from a pure historic preservation perspective, the historic people do not like you moving the houses. They want you to restore it where, where it, it is. is. That would yeah. make sense. Yeah, because it's like, you know, Washington slept here yeah. and, 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 and right. here, not here and over there. Right. But, you know, it's hard sometimes uh, when the highway moves and the river moves right. and the demographics change. Yeah. And it's like, for me, that's kind of my thing. It's like either I save it this way or it's it's or not going to it's not gonna get saved. Okay. Mm. What's the coolest thing that you found in one of these old houses when it was Take, or did they find anything and tell you, or they find the money in the walls? And the, <laughs> right, the yeah. Gets yeah well, there's no money, so okay. Uh, my my painter on the big house that I just moved, I have to find it. When they were scraping off the paint, somebody had written on the back porch in pencil this little tiny message, and it almost looks like war is over. And then there's a date, and we just can't quite. Figure make out it, it out. I've sent it oh, to a bunch of people. So, cool. so I don't know if it was the war is over or oh. Katie's a jerk. I, you know, you <laughs> yeah. can't quite. I mean, it could <laughs> be that. Know. It could be one of those. Um, in that same house. So uh, I was trying to figure out, find people that live there to kind of figure out what it looked like. And I did. I found a lady that lived there in sort of her childhood to her teens mm-hmm. that I found. And we're Facebook friends and we talk and all this. <laughs> yeah. She's great. So, and she loves the house and she's so excited. And um, I've got a little video from her that I'm going to post when we get some of this other stuff done. So well, the guys were taking down, what are they taking? The sheetrock or, yeah, that was it. They took the sheetrock down. Underneath the sheetrock was wallpaper. Behind the wallpaper was a little drawing that this lady had done. It was like Snoopy or something with like a little inspirational quote. Oh, yeah. When yeah. she was like a teenage girl. Aww. And it was like perfect. And so I got it and I that had already come. I was like, hey, do you remember this? Well, she's like crying. Aww. She's like, oh, I did yeah. that when I was, and I remember, it's just like, yes. And so I mailed it to her and she's That's got it. So that was pretty cool. Sweet. It wasn't super old, like from the 70s, but. Uh, so if some people prefer to restore in place. Yeah. Um, Not move it? Right. That's my question is these houses are eight miles away from your preferred location in Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. but you just want to go through moving them <laughs> to keep them all in Grand Canyon. Why not expand eight miles and expand well, your area? You just like to move them. Are the houses now? Gee, honey, thanks. Right. Uh, you no. sound like my wife. Are the houses now walkable to something like What's the draw of where you've moved them? Well, 
you're you're infilling in a in a historic setting. Right. So, so it's more desirable. Yeah, and so now Better it's, for it's appreciation. more. It's more dense. You've created more instead of like old house, old house, new house, lot, lot, lot. Mm-hmm. Now it's like well, now there's another old house, and it looks like it's always been there. Okay, makes that's sense. pretty cool. Yeah. So, but you don't want to be eight miles away. Like you, you want your houses all together there. Well, it's just worked that way. Okay, but would you I mean, be open to? buying not one. really not at this point because every, <laughs> right. everything I've, I've built this little thing of this little cluster and so it right you're it, it, it helps with management and everything that they're all right there yeah sure uh and not spread out even though right there is three and a half hours away from me right yeah. that's why i was thinking three and a half hours was eight miles right to yeah. just keep them all well okay so let me tell you so it used to be i moved the first house i had the other house that was sitting before it was moved and then I had the rental houses, and then I would, so I'd go up, I'd stay with my mom, then I'd have to go by and check on the house that was still sitting there, and then I'd have to go to the rental house, then I'd have to come back, and it was like I was going all around to look at all these houses, mm-hmm. and so now they're all in one spot, so I only have to make one How trip. many do you have total in Gray Cane? I have eight units. One's a duplex. Okay. Mm. So, Very nice. They yeah. stay They stay occupied? Yeah. F- uh, Doesn't seem like there would be a lot of turnover. Seems like people would stay. Yeah, it's weird. What I've learned is I don't do well with my two-bedroom, one-baths. Okay. People want a three-bedroom, two-baths. They outgrow it. Or... Yeah. These so, old houses had two bathrooms? The ones you moved? Yeah, the ones I moved have two bathrooms. Oh, okay. Two and a half on one. Really? But, like, you know, the some of my other ones are two bedrooms, one bath. Yeah. And what why, this is not about house moving. Uh, I wind up, I wind up somebody like, I've got like a lot of single ladies. Okay. I don't know. Like they get divorced and they Mm -hmm. need a soft place to land. And so I've got like low maintenance, Mm -hmm. you know, small place. Well, then they get married again. Right. And so now they're leaving. That's the turn. Yeah. So it's like, it's the circle of life for a while. I had like, it was like this parade of all these women getting divorced and needing a place to live. And I was like, am I? I'm here for you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm here for your rent money. Katie, uh, did we answer your house moving questions? Good news. We did. I got all of them answered. got them all answered. Did we, uh, were you hoping we would ask something? Anything else we should know? I feel like there's so much. Yeah, what else do you? We don't know what we don't know. Would you recommend someone to do this? Yeah, all right, so that's a, an issue is trying to – the original guy that I talked to that time, it was like 19,000, he was like the guy everybody said, oh, you got to call him, got to call him. And so finally when I changed my mind said I want to do it, I caught, he was out of the business. Oh, he was like, forget this. <clears throat> because There's not many others. There's not many others. There is – I can't think of the guy's name. There's a guy over in Rain, Louisiana. Okay. There's uh, – is it called Davy Shoring? A lot of the business in that industry is about elevation for flood mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, there's also um, a big portion of um, moving stuff out of flood zones. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's some portable building, portable banks, you know, like when a bank sets up, right? Oh. Like we're going to start a new branch oh, on the interstate right. over here. Okay. And so before we can build one, we're going to get this portable bank building yeah. from the portable bank building people. <laughs> right. So there's that. They refer to what I do as the historics. That's ah. what the house mover. And that's not as common or profitable for them. It's the raising, it's the moving, the highways coming through. I know my guy did something where some big, huge public works project just like took out a neighborhood and they moved them all, oh, something wow. like that. 
Um, so the historics, I think, are getting less and less. Okay. But it is kind of neat that your passion for this can be investments. And even if the investment costs more money up front than you initially thought, hopefully over time you would recoup that with rent. And eventually over time you would recoup your money back. Yeah. yeah. Appreciation, yeah. rent yeah. income. Like you'll get your money back, sounds like. One Just day. a matter of when. <laughs> One, One day. Yeah. When. If you live long <laughs> enough, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, there's the guy that I use is out of Marshall, Texas, which is about an hour from Shreveport. And he goes a pretty wide, I don't know, any. If you found a house today and mm-hmm. called him, what does he say? Oh, I can't, I have an opening in six months. No, no. It's a huge wait. It's a Longer huge wait. Longer than six months? Mm, it's just going to depend. Oh, wow. Uh, maybe. Yeah. So, you got to call him because it's so weather dependent because. And the jack is is basically stuck until they get the foundation. Like, he can't go move another house. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's got a lot of equipment and stuff. And so he's able to kind of plan it out. Like, I've got these three here, and so then I'm going to take that one out, and I'll move it over there. But So would it be like a year? Yeah, it could be. Okay. So Mm, you've kind of got to... That's why it makes it hard from an investment standpoint because it's not like, oh, I'm going to buy this house and, you know, this weekend we're going to start renovating. Right. Your holding cost is high. Yeah. It's like I'm waiting waiting on the house mover to show up. And then it starts raining. Right. So then they they take it apart and the roof's down and they've got all these tarps nailed up and everything. And then it starts raining and then some water comes in. You freak out. Okay. This is my next question then. What systems, what what is left in the house that when you move it, do you have to change out all of the air conditioning and the plumbing? Like, how much of it are you really re- – like, are you just getting a frame? Like, Yeah, you just get the, – the point of this is you're getting um, you're getting the history and the charm, which basically comes down to high ceilings, floors, windows, So the floors doors. make it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All the windows. Okay. So that's – if you were to go build a house – You couldn't get this quality yeah, material. Yeah, if you, if you said, I want – 12-foot ceilings, and I want these huge windows, and I want all these kind of real wood, awesome it's doors. It's all the wood. Yeah. Your it's kitchen t- cabinets survive? Or do you- they did not. I okay. mean, that, these kitchen cabinets and... Well, what, no, what I take that anyway. back. I take that back. In my first house, they did. I, I reused those because they were, they were like, you know, ugly 70s wood, but they were solid mm-hmm. wood and kind of plain and a good layout. So we just painted them, and I put some granite countertops on top mm-hmm. of them. Great. And those turned out good. And the second house... I was going going to, and then I finally was like, Mm-mm, these are not going to. So we trashed mm-hmm. those, which was a good decision, and got new cabinets. Mm-hmm. But they could. They absolutely could. But so a, a good tip that I still didn't learn very well is you really need to get everything out before you move it. Everything you want to keep. No, everything that well, you don't want. Oh. And so... Like the first, well, because here's what happens. You're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. I'm just, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then finally they show up one day. You're like, hey, here I come, come to get the house. And you're like, oh, (laughs) that's pretty much how it is. It's like, you know. When they're ready, you have to be ready. And then there's, you know, six o'clock one morning. We're on our way. And um, (laughs) so (laughs) there's like pipes and wires and stuff that you just don't think about. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you get to the new place and you're like, oh, look at all this garbage that's attached to this house. 
And then you pull it off, and now you've got a pile of garbage at the new place. You should have yeah. left it with the pile of garbage at the other place. That is correct. And the same. And you had time at that time. Yeah, yeah, but you weren't waiting. thinking. You weren't right. thinking. You're just thinking, I just want to get this house moved, and then I'll start fixing. But right. I There's did a, a lot little, you could do yeah, ahead of time. I did, on the second one, I did some more demo and removal of stuff. But one thing that I really should have done is, and here's a good, this is a tip and a problem. The house had good sheetrock, right? It will crack and buckle when they move. Okay. And so some of it, there's a big, huge crack and buckle. That's not going to make it, right? So you just rip that out and throw it away after you get to the new place. Mm-hmm. And then some, we had this situation where, oh, it looks great. It, you know, we just need to paint it. Well, then it started falling. Right. And oh. next time, all the sheetrock goes oh. before we move. We're not going to try. You wind up to save this one ceiling. You're doing it's all this work. work. Yeah, yeah. Just, but mm. now here's the problem. This, this is an unexpected house moving or old house renovation thing. So finally, the ceiling in one room, is it's all buckled. So just rip it down, and we'll put some new sheetrock up. Well, all of that old sheetrock was nailed up with nails. And there are about, oh, 42 trillion nails mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. ceiling. And you can't just put the sheetrock up on that. So you have to spend like two days pulling out the nails. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> Never would have thought. No. You wouldn't have, right? Mm-hmm. And then your carpenter's like, well, we'll be done in a week after pulling all these nails. After. And you're just like, cha-ching, oh, cha-ching, gosh. cha-ching. Right, right. So, yeah, next time all the sheetrock is going to go before we move. And... So you, you're learning every time you learn. Yeah, sure. But sure. you enjoy the process. You learn something every time. On the whole. Yeah. Yeah, they're days. I think I posted, there's a post I think I did on, I don't know if it was on Facebook, I guess of when this house that I just did, it got there. And so it's all pulled apart. And I had just bought this rent house next door and was tearing it all up. And so there was just like garbage and and junk everywhere. And I'm in this house and it's pulled apart and there's tarps everywhere and it started pouring mm. rain. And so I'm like, I'm looking out the window at this other house I own that's not rented because it's all torn up because I just bought it. And then I'm like looking at this huge thing that I just paid a fortune for. (laughs) And there's tarps and rain. And it's just like. What have I done? (laughs) Yeah. There's a recovery period you have to go through before you do it again. Yeah. I'm in recovery right now. Sweet. Yeah. How long has it been? Since your last move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we just got finished up like maybe last week. With, like, oh, the my final, word. The final renovation. Yeah, like putting in the bars in the closets. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Um, Is some someone living there now? They're about to move. Sweet. I'm, I'm shifting a long-term tenant. They're very excited to move in. Oh, that's good. It's going to be You're good. You're upgrading them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's going to work out well. Oh, well, too bad, Mom. Yep. Yeah. No problem. That's no okay. Problem. Well, anything else that we missed? I don't know. I don't think so. Awesome. I feel very informed. Yeah. Did you feel I like know. you learned something? Yeah. For sure. Do you want to move a house now? Nope. There was a house, I think I even sent it to you, on uh, Brentwood yep. and Jefferson. Yep. Air- cutest house. I couldn't understand why it wasn't selling. And it was because... It was only the house for sale, not the oh. land. They wanted somebody to come and take the it. house. And it was a renovated, really nice yep. cottage. And, and uh, what they probably didn't understand was going to be the cost to move it. Because you 
Because mm-hmm. put, moving it already renovated, it, all that stuff's going to get messed up. Well, I mean, you'd have a lot of value. It, it, right. would, it would be nice. It, it would, would be easier. It would, it would be easier, but it's still going to be a super high cost. And so they're selling it at a price that's basically not really discounting the land, as I recall. Right. right. It was so, expensive so, because it was renovated. Yeah. Wow. But when you had in, you got to buy a new lot and you got to move it, then you're Mm-mm. super upside down. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. Okay. Well, I love it. And I do free consultations. <gasps> do which you? U- yeah. Usually result in, well, no thanks. I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, that's, you know, when people ask you for advice, yeah. you can refer them to this episode. That's right. right. Yes. And so it'll save you time. Yes. Because and they'll they, get about halfway through and like, uh-uh. Did we right. miss Click. any questions that people normally ask you? Yeah. What uh-uh. are, no, no, we I got them all. Okay. I think we covered them. Great. Sweet. Well, thanks for coming, ladies. Yeah. Thank you for having us. I hope it wasn't a huge waste of your time. <laughs> Never. I enjoyed no. it. It was so fun. And there'll be some, I'll, I'll post some more pictures. I, I don't know if you saw my, we'll did you see my finished? We'll post them on our Instagram, too, on, so we can On see my, them. Um, the Commerce Title, YouTube, Facebook, oh. the finished video of the house. No, I need to go find mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We'll find it We'll take it a look at it, because yeah. um, that's good. We you, got you. You see the, the finished product. and but So anyway, I'm going to follow that up with some construction and moving. And I can't wait. Perfect. Stuff. Yeah, visuals are good. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks so much. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.